Welcome to the world's fastest growing podcast that interviews random Todds and asks them unpredictable questions in a series of wacky segments. Here at the Toddcast, we believe every Todd has a story and we want to hear it. So today, we have the World Arm Wrestling League heavyweight champion, Monster Michael Todd. You can find him on Instagram at Monster Michael Todd. That's where we slid into his DMs and he agreed to join us today on the Toddcast. Even though your first name is Michael, this is the Toddcast. We're going we're gonna to refer to you as Todd here and there. Uh, I hope that's all right. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. <laughs> how's, the, how's the evening going? Man, it's good. It's good. Uh, we have just recently done, in addition to our, our training facility, uh, my wife and I run Todd Soda Transformations. So we're in the process of getting an extra thousand square foot done. And I've been hanging, you know, banners and, and canvases and awards and posters and shadow boxes. So <laughs> I've had a busy day. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we're going to jump right into the first segment called Once Upon a Todd. Once Upon a Todd. All right. So once upon a Todd is a segment where we just want to hear about who you are, Todd. Uh, what do you want the listeners to know? Uh, I'll just kind of give you a little bit of free reign right here and we'll ask questions. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, like you said, I'm monster Michael Todd world arm wrestling champion. I've been competing. This is my 30th year competing. I started when I was 17 years old at the Saline County fair, like a couple of counties away from here. I had arm wrestled in high school. I was actually in martial arts as a kid. I was a short fat kid growing up. <laughs> and uh, I, I saw karate kids, so I started taking Shotokan karate. Then I got into Taekwondo and was a black belt by the time I was 14. And then between 14 and 15, I hit a growth spurt. And then I kept growing every year to my senior year when I was 6'3", 215. So Whew. I started arm wrestling with my dad as a 15-year-old kid just messing around. By the time I was a senior, I could pretty much beat everybody in school. I was at Votech, and they said, hey, this guy over here is second in the state. So he got on the cafeteria table, and I beat him. He was like, you should go to this tournament. Well, that was the 1990s Lane County Fair. Fast forward. 30 years, I've won 36 national titles and 21 world titles. Uh, cool. The national titles have been over six different weight classes. So I started out at 198, 209, 220, 231, 242, super. So uh, I've been at this thing for a long time. Dang. Wow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a lot to digest right there. <laughs> so so yeah. you said that you've traveled the world. Obviously, you won some uh, – some national and world titles here. Uh, so what's kind of the, the craziest encounter you've had while you were abroad? Oh man, we've had all kinds of awesome experiences through arm wrestling. Like, so I probably made about $400,000 in 30 years. So I could have made more money working at McDonald's. Um, but I've <laughs> right. So I've traveled the world. I've, I've been on G550 private jets and had some really cool life experiences. But one of the cool things was we got invited to go to Kuwait six years ago. Now, Kuwait City is not somewhere I would have chosen for a, a destination, right? But super good hosts. They're from um, where are they from? Lebanon. They're from Lebanon. So they, they invited us over, and we held three different events at these three different universities. Well, my wife and I had just recently gotten married, and fortunately, we got married because if we wouldn't have, we'd have had to stay in separate rooms, right? Mm. The rules are over there kind of crazy. So no public displays of affection. And uh, like 
I'm 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 leaning over to give my wife a kiss on multiple occasions and realize, oh my God, we might get trouble. <laughs> it was kind of a crazy experience for us. Really, I think they were just put you in jail. But uh, <laughs> awesome experience. But one of the cool things about that was our host took us to this amazing mall. I think it's like the ninth largest mall in the world, but I mean, it looked like the largest mall in the world. It's enormous. And there's a restaurant called Alfredo's. The story I was told is this the grandson of the guy who invented Alfredo sauce in Rome. There's an original Alfredo's in Rome, and this was the second location. And what they do is they have special guests. They, uh, they, they serve up this Alfredo in this big dish. And at the end of the, as they hand out all the Alfredo, there's this big dish and you eat out of this big dish with a golden fork and spoon. So if you go on TripAdvisor, type in Mosh Todd and Alfredo's or Kuwait, you see me like this, right? <laughs> That's super awesome. And then uh, what was super cool about that experience is they have these books of all the celebrities and people who have who came in there and eaten at that restaurant. And right next to Walt Disney, mine and my wife, signatures are right next to it. Oh, man. So, dude, I mean, like I said, I, I didn't make a lot of money doing this sport, but I've had <laughs> experience. Yeah, the experiences, it seems like, pay for themselves. That's that's wild. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, another thing about that, so I was not in a team sports as a kid. Like I said, I was in martial arts. But so I went over and sat on a friend's house, and they'd have the T-ball trophy in their shelf and all this stuff. Well, I didn't have that. So, when I won my first arm wrestling award, which is hanging right over there on the wall, I've kept everything for the last 30 years. Now, I may have lost a couple dozen moving over the years, but we counted about five years ago. It was a little over a 1,000. So in this gym where I train at, it's very inspiring and motivating. It's not the first-place trophies. It's that second, third, or even fifth-place pack hang on wall that fires you up and makes sure you get to that workout, you know? So, yeah, it's wow. kind of crazy. So the, the awards, the money's going to spend. The awards and the memories are going to last forever. That's a good life philosophy right there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we did we did a little research and we saw your wife also is into arm wrestling and she's won some national champions as well. She's a seven so seven-time national champion, but she actually wow. retired in December of 2018. It okay, possible she would come back out of retirement, but basically she's like, "This stuff's really painful. I haven't gotten injured yet. I might as well quit." You know what I'm saying? So yeah, she's more of a supporter. My stepson is also a seven-time national champion, so she loves to support us and watch us compete. Uh, she's still really fit. Like she trains and maintains a really aesthetic, you know, fit body. Um, but yeah, her, her, we, we've actually considered going into competitive eating because we're serious foodies around here. So we had a, <laughs> we got back for a belated anniversary trip to Vegas, right? So this COVID thing has been crazy. They canceled my WAL season, huge hit financially for me. Yeah. Uh, we said, okay, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and celebrate our anniversary. It's three weeks after let's go to Vegas. We went out there and we've been eating clean for 38 days. No bad meals, no cheap meals, nothing. Our macros are perfect. We got there and kill it. So we're only there for four <laughs> days we actually to eat. The fifth day we come home. I got home, I was 19 pounds heavier. <laughs> so I wow. 19 pounds in four and a half days. Uh, you take advantage of it. Giordano is three out of four days already there. Like you, we're big pizza fans. So like I need a Giordano sponsor. Like seriously. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we're foodies, man. I'm telling you. I think we had three Giordano's large pizzas, birthday cake, burger and fries three times, ice cream every night. Like, we, yeah, we're, we we throw down. Like home alone in it up over there. Yeah. He's got like a bowl of ice crazy. cream this time. <laughs> yeah. Back in 2000, the big Texan Amarillo, you eat it, get it free. I ate it in 19 minutes when I weighed like 198. <laughs> so, so I know you said you would do food eating potentially. If it would pizza, would that be your food of choice or? Oh my God. Anything. For a birthday cake. I can take a quarter sheet cake and finish it by myself in 10 minutes. What? <laughs> yeah. It's, I, I, I kind of go into like this 
the sugar kind of hits me and I kind of pass out, wake up a couple hours later. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> that's, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, wow. I don't think I couldn't do like the hot dog. It couldn't be foods that I don't right. like. I'm never going to be good at that, you know, <laughs> or like the, the chick that ate all the mayonnaise. Yeah, that's, but again, yeah, I don't see how people do that. In front of me, my best ever, which is, you know, you can't really count. It's, it's little, it's uh, CC's, right? I had 47 pieces of pizza at a CC's buffet back in 2001. Oh. I made weight in the morning. I just made 198, and I went and had 47 pieces of pizza. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I think um, my record, I, I, I've hit 24 Chick-fil-A nuggets. That's the most I've, I think I've ever eaten. <laughs> I don't know how, that, how, how you what the comparison is to pizza, but <laughs> yeah. I did not feel great after I ate those uh, chicken nuggets. It was too many. <laughs> okay. I, got a, I got a tiny stomach. <laughs> I'm telling you. So we, we have a YouTube channel called Monster and Mrs. Monster. And it's, you know, it's, it's lifestyle, it's healthy living, it's workouts, it's arm wrestling, it's preparation. It's just, it's just us, right? But I think we'd do better if we had an eating challenge channel because that stuff gets a lot of views. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. People, oh, people yeah. love yeah. watching that. Fun. So they have to work out all the time and almost die. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's me in a nutshell pretty much. Nice. nice. It's pretty impressive. I work out because I have to, not because I want to. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for the eating channel. Yeah, <laughs> me. We'll be the first to subscribe. Oh, we see you have uh, two grandchildren. I have four grandchildren. Oh, four. Well, that's double what I thought. <laughs> but in my right now, I've had I've got two grandsons and two granddaughters, uh, and I've been in the room when all of them were born. So my my first granddaughter. Um, her and my stepson and his fiance lived with us for the first nine months. Yeah. So like I held her every day, listened to her cry every day. So she's like, well, like I'm especially, I'm right. small, but I'm especially bonded to her, you know? Um, yeah. But yeah, we have amazing, amazing grandchildren. Um, yeah, man, we've got four rescue bully breeds. Uh, we got Maya, Millie, Oreo, and Ollie. And uh, having four pit bull breeds is rough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're at our limit, right? So in our city limits, you can't have more than four. So, oh. yeah, but they're awesome, man. We, I mean, our dogs are like our kids. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, that's that's great that you took in the rescues as well. Oh man, I'm I'm telling you, we'd have a we'd have a, a sanctuary for we something about the bully breeds we're, we're especially drawn to them because I think they're they're misunderstood. The animals are amazing. I mean, from my understanding, they're originally bred as nanny dogs in the UK. Yeah. I mean, they're amazing with my grandkids. They're amazing dogs. It's just, you know, people, it's how you raise a dog. It's how you treat a dog, you know? Exactly. Yeah, we, we love them so much. But, I mean, so we have, we went to Punta Cana a few years ago for a vacation, and they had two full-size beds slammed together, so it's a pretty good-size bed. But we had a king-size bed. I'm thinking, you know, we got enough room in our suite upstairs. Let's just slam two king-size beds together. <laughs> we have 12-foot by 6-and-a-half-foot bed, so that fits me, my wife, four dogs, four grandkids. I mean, we can all hang out. Man, that's awesome. I'll consider so, a third king size bed next to it, but yeah. <laughs> it would hit the staircase on the way. Like you come up the spiral staircase and land right in the bed. So I think that's probably inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, with the grandchildren, do you think they're going to continue the arm wrestling legacy? Man, I have no idea. Uh, my Riley, the one that uh, my stepson is, he only has the one daughter and he has her pulling on him all the time. She's yeah. horrible though. I mean, I don't know, man, if they, w I want to be gymnast. Gymnasts are pound for pound the strongest athletes in the world. Oh yeah, I don't care what you, those those are, gymnasts are amazing. <laughs> so I, I tell them, 
hey, build them <laughs> down the hallway. Just put up a set of monkey bars and make them walk the monkey bars instead of walking. <laughs> <laughs> an amazing athlete like that. But yeah, I mean, I have no idea. <laughs> Whatever they want to be, I'll be happy. You know. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think that's a, that's a good way to put it. Don't don't force them into into it just because you enjoy it. That that happens a lot with people these days. So I think that's cool. Sweet. Well, let's go ahead and jump into the next segment, which is called quarantine. More like boring Yeah. So in the in this segment, we just we know the world is crazy right now. People have been in quarantine. We got all this COVID stuff going around. How how has quarantine changed your life? How has COVID really affected your normal daily activities? I know you've brought up you have the home gym going on. Yeah. So here's the deal for me. Uh, the only, okay. I'm going to back up a little. Quarantine, COVID, it's crazy. Uh, March 11th, I had a dear friend of mine contact me from Italy, and his 82-year-old grandmother had passed away oh, a few days ago. Oh. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, okay, this is real. got to be right. Crazy. My mother's 78 years old, and I'm, you know, I, I don't think it's going to kill me, but I want to give it to my mom or my grandkids or something. So we've been, we've been following all the guidelines, wearing masks and all that stuff. And uh, it's, it's, it's horrible. <laughs> it's just it's yeah. like flying to Vegas on the plane. I'm already kind of claustrophobic anyway. Having to wear that mask is horrible. Right. But, you know, you still do it, right? So, uh, but I'm going to go back even further than that. So my wife and I have been together nine years. And in those nine years, we'd never been apart more than nine hours. Like we'd, we'd ran a business together. We did network marketing together. So she's my best friend. So I, I didn't do guy trips. You know, I just, my yeah. best friend is my wife. So that's who I hung out with. That's so we've cool. never been apart more than nine hours, not, never went, not went to bed next to each other, not woke up next to each other. Well, she applied for a job. She was a labor delivery nurse before we got together. And um, so she'd been out of, and then she's like, hey, let's, let's just see if there's any openings. So last year she applied and she was supposed to start in January, but they, for a nursery position, day shift nursery. Well, they filled that with in-house staff. So the only thing they had left in the end of January, we got, we went on a cruise and we went to Denmark for an event, came back home. And uh, they had a graveyard labor delivery. So at 6.45, I drop off at work. I come back and pick up at 7.15. So that happened just before COVID. So had that not happened, that's the big, the, big, the biggest change in my life is not being able to have my wife here, you know? Right. Originally thought she'd work a day shift. I'd go meet her for lunch. I'd come back. So we still wouldn't have been part more than nine hours. I'd meet her six and a half hours and pick her back up six hours later. It's going to be great. Well, even with COVID, I wouldn't have been able to do that. Because you can't even go to the hospitals, right? You can't take anybody with yeah. you. You can't go see her. Um, yeah. So as far as quarantine and COVID, I, I, I'm pretty much, I'm in front of people all the time when I'm competing. So when I'm home, we're kind of, I wouldn't say antisocial, but I have everything I need in my house, right? Right. So my life didn't change much. I and mean, we went hiking a lot because we, we hiked anyway. Yeah. We still wanted to be outside and do stuff, but you could, didn't really want to be around a bunch of people. I got stronger than I've ever been in my life because... I had more, and it wasn't because of quarantine, it's because my wife was sleeping during the day. She worked <laughs> night. Well, she's at upstairs sleeping, so I just come out in the gym and train. Yeah. Uh, so I ended up doing stuff, hitting PRs on lifts I'd never done before. And I'd been prepping for my world title event since January for April 21st in Las Vegas or Los Angeles. Then they postponed it to July 14th. So I had hit this, I was in the process of peaking for that match. And they, they postponed it, so I couldn't drop the weights back to my normal weight, so I had to stay at that weight for the next few months before I started peaking again. And then I scheduled for July, July 14th, and they postponed it to August 11th, so I couldn't go back and weights again. So I just had it was a, the heaviest and hardest I'd ever trained in my life, right, for that long a period. Yeah. And then about two weeks ago, 
they tell me they're going to postpone it till maybe November, December. And then I'm like, all right, cool. And then six hours later, I'm, uh, somebody sends me a video that they canceled the whole season. I'm like, what the heck? Right. Oh man. So, uh, <laughs> I'm just quarantine for me. is just basically me living my same life. Yeah. Except for the fact that my wife had started work and started, you know, went back to school to get a nurse practitioner degree. So she's not at work. She's doing homework. And so my life shifted drastically because of those things, but not because of quarantine, because we really pretty much just like, it's summer here, so we just go hang out in the pool during the day. You know, I mean, we right. not. I, I still train clients. I just made them wear a mask. You know, um, but yeah, it didn't really change much for me. It's just, life has changed so much outside yes. my normal routine. Just mm-hmm. you know, going to the store, having to wear a mask. I haven't hugged my mom in five months. You know, yeah. so things like that have been very difficult. You know, but you know, there's a lot of people who got it way worse than me. So. I just, uh, once we do the new grand opening, hopefully we'll get enough clients to get, get the wife back home and she doesn't have to do the labor delivery thing and we can go back to work yeah. together again. So that's no, that, that'll be nice. It, it's good to hear that there have, ha, there have been some positives to it. It's, it's kind of unfortunate that a lot of the stuff has happened the way it has, especially her working the graveyard shift. I know that that's rough. Um, no, it's rude for her because the next day she, it, she never catches up. Right. So it doesn't right. three mm-hmm. nights work it takes like another day or two for her to just rebound to being normal. Right. You're always behind. No, man, it's horrible. It's horrible. So yeah. with this new addition, our second floor is going to end up being our, like our personal use cardio theater room, office media room. So I've got a, a big sectional couch with the ottoman. It basically makes it into a big bed up there, but this is the most quiet place in the house. Like no dog, you can't hear the dogs barking or anything. So on the days that I'm not training that she comes home from work, if I'm not training clients, she just goes up there and sleeps because she's yeah. out. Like nobody interrupts her. Nobody bothers her for like six or seven hours, eight hours, whatever. So that's cool. But I would much prefer her back home and us being on a more of a routine that we're used to, which is, you know, we get up, when we want to get up. We do our yeah. we train our clients. And, Cause that's the other thing is I'm yeah. so used to just taking vacations. Like, Hey, let's go somewhere. Right. Yeah. For nine years, we've been able to do that. She's like, well, I can't get off. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? You, you, you got to get off. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? We just got to move my clients and we'll leave. You know? Right. So yeah, it's, uh, that's been a, it's been a big adjustment period for us. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's good that you've gotten stronger too. I know a lot of people, there's been two routes. You either work out <laughs> and get, get really strong or you just, you kind of, you kind of bulk up in a, in a negative way. <laughs> I think the average person gained like 18 pounds during quarantine or something. Yeah, I, I could imagine. Um, I'm one of those. Yeah. <laughs> what? Nah, but that, it, it doesn't I'm one meal away and one workout away from never eating right again and never working out again. Like I'm a <laughs> bedridden person in six months if I stop now. It's a fact. Because yeah. I have an obsessive compulsive personality, you know, and I want to eat as much as I can today because I'll probably start my diet tomorrow. So I'm going to eat as much as I can today. And when tomorrow comes, I'm going eh, to eat as much as I can today and I'll start tomorrow. Before you know it. Yeah. You know. I think I've said that about 26 times in the past, like four, <laughs> four weeks. <laughs> it's every Sunday. I'm like, okay, tomorrow, tomorrow diet starts. And then I just Monday, I'm like, and eh, we'll do it next week. We'll get it next week. Yeah. It was always tomorrow. Like it was never next week. Yeah. I never, never <laughs> confidence to push it the next week. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna start tomorrow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and eat everything in the house today. And then there'll be a little bit left over. Like say I get I used to get this special, I'd get three large pizzas at a really good deal, and I'd go buy a birthday cake and a half gun ice cream, and I would eat that every day. Um, <laughs> but there'd always be like a half of a pizza left. So I'd get up the next morning, I would kill cardio and I'd be training and I'm good. I've had my shakes and around noon, 
that damn pizza was calling me, you know? And I was like, yeah. Oh, all right, I'm going to eat that. I'm going to order some more and then I'm going to start tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I couldn't just eat the half a pizza. If I'm eating, oh, of course. Like, I can't have an M&M. If I'm eating an M&M, I'm eating everything. Yeah. It's irresponsible not to finish the whole thing. <laughs> Absolutely. I would be doing so, a disservice to the people who made the pizza. Exactly. So, with the birthday cakes, do you get, do you make them right? Happy birthday, Michael, on them each time you get one? I, 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 we, we randomly have them write just funny stuff, but no, we don't get happy birthday. Right. Like, See, I think that's better. Yeah, we just randomly, like, happy, awesome day, happy, <laughs> home, home, home together day, just stupid stuff, you know. But, hey, I like that. Yeah. You got to have fun with it. That's always a celebration <laughs> around here. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling <laughs> you, you can, if you go on my Instagram or my wife's Instagram, Monster and Mrs. Monster, that's her other Instagram page, and you can yeah. see how happy Rebecca is when they deliver the Giordano's pizza to her. Uh, like it's just like real yeah. joy, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I'm you guys, we are serious about this. Because that's a that's a deep dish, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, Giordano's I've heard is crust, deep dish, flaky, and then it's the toppings, and it's the cheese, and it's the sauce. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a, it's basically a pizza cake. It's <laughs> pizza awesomeness. <laughs> now, well, I, it's it sounds like you've um you've really. Made your own out of the whole quarantine situation. Outside of um, outside the outside world, I know it's changed, but it seems like you've embraced it and the changes that you've had come. I'm not a guy who worries about things I can't control. I, right. I control what I can control. You know, and I can control what I eat. I can control how much I work, and that's how it comes down to. That's why I've been so uh, successful in my career. Is I don't worry about what the other guy's doing. I just make sure I'm doing everything I can do, right? What are you going to do for this guy? I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to train exactly the way I train always. I'll be the best version of me, and hopefully the best version of me beats the best version of him. Yes. Because, okay. I mean, if you waste yourself worrying about, waste your time worrying about what somebody else is doing, you're, you're taking away from what you should be doing, you know? So. Cool. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So now we'll roll into the next segment. It's time to prod. Todd. All right. So in this segment, we're going to ask you a series of random questions. Some of them are going to feel like they come out of left field. This is kind of a fun, wacky segment. So just uh, give your best answer. We can marinate on some of these questions if you want, or we can just think me one word and we keep moving. So the first question is, what is your favorite Disney movie? Man, I wouldn't even know. Uh, I know I got four grandkids, <laughs> you know, who make Disney. But what what what's a good Disney movie? I'm sure Google Disney movies. Disney movies. Love Disney, but I have no idea. Uh, what would be a, my favorite Disney movie? I, I don't even know what a Disney. What would be a good Disney movie? Uh, Ooh, I think uh, Frozen. A lot of people like. Yeah, Frozen's a big one. Aladdin. I've never, never seen, seen Aladdin. It. Never seen it. Oh, the the Lion King. Oh, Lion King, great movie. Great Bam. movie, Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. All right, so this this question comes in from a member of the Todd Squad at Hello Clutter. Toilet paper, do you fold or bunch? Oh, fold, definitely. Uh, that's a good move. That's I respect good. you more, Todd. It <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. What is wrong with you? I mean, there's people out there that are just willy-nilly. <laughs> All right. What's your go-to cheat meal? <laughs> pizza. <laughs> pizza, cake, and ice cream. I'm telling you. <laughs> we have to have like pizza, 
And then I got to have cake. Now, my wife wants cake and ice cream together. I really can just mm. go straight down on cake, just like bam, 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 till the cake. I can't eat as much cake if I eat ice cream at the same time. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Pizza cake. Now, I will finish with ice cream. I just may not have ice cream on top of my cake. Right. Somehow <laughs> it slows down the amount of cake I can eat. Mm, you don't want that. Yeah. No, and it's a, when it's a cheat meal, I'm cheating. Oh, yeah. It's going to go all in. Miserable, and my gut's protruding about six, seven inches. I didn't do it right. That's right. Preach. So um, this one comes in from at Jordan Boyle. Big spoon or little spoon? And I think this is in reference to cuddling and not utensils. <laughs> oh, I, I don't even know what the difference in a big spoon and a little spoon is in cuddling. But I'm telling you, if I'm going to eat, I'm going to have a big-ass spoon. I'm a <laughs> but um, I, I can't eat with a little teaspoon. i got to have a tablespoon or bigger. Man, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Uh, that drives me nuts because um, that's the smallest portion of food I've ever put in my mouth ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what's the difference in a big spoon and a little spoon on cuddling? I don't understand that. So like the big spoon is the person in back and the little spoon is the person in front. Okay. My wife's five, three and I'm six, three. So clearly I'm the big spoon. You know? I, don't, I don't know. You put out a little spoon vibe to me. <laughs> oh man i wish we had video right now <laughs> on us. love it all right so oh great great segue into this question if you could replace your arms with anything what would you choose and why a billion dollars <laughs> that's so you're gonna spend your arms i guess you're spending energy Let me on them tell you how this works okay i'm gonna go ahead and break this down to you real quick <laughs> You're, you're in general conversation and you're saying something, saying something you're like, oh, I wish, like, I wish I had the day off or if I wish I had this. Well, I messed up last year because I had said I wished I would be on the big screen at Madison Square Garden. And you know what happened in April? I was on the big screen at Madison Square Garden. And I'm like, dang it. I should have worked with million dollars. <laughs> you should have. Every single time I start to say I wish, it's immediately for a billion dollars. And then I followed up with, but it would be nice to be off today. Or it'd be nice. <laughs> Initial going to be. I always wish for a billion dollars because if I ever wish for something again and I get it and I didn't wish for a billion dollars, we really upset. Well, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll, um, we'll be back in touch. Once your arms become a billion dollars, let us know. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> I, I should enter them. You know, I, I don't know if I can enter them that way, but I'm. I mean, a freak accident could happen. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um. Who would you choose to play you in a movie of your life? Oh, man. I don't know. I, see, the, the guy, there's, okay, so there's, there is, there's not a lot of actors that I really want to meet. Like, I'm right. I, I, not that I, like, I, I, I missed a speaking role in Jason Statham's movie Homefront by one day. They wanted me out wow. there. I was in uh, Morrill Bay, California. They need me in New Orleans the next day. I couldn't make it, so I showed up the day late, and I just hung out on the set with him for like eight hours. But I missed my speaking role. That was 2012. I ended up last year hanging out on the the, uh, the set of SWAT, and they mistook me for someone they had casted for the next week's episode. And I was leaving LA to go to Vegas for my anniversary. Like, hey, can you be back Monday to film? I'm like, yes. So I was season three, <laughs> episode two of, ba of SWAT called Bad Faith. So I got to be on that. So Shamar Moore's like, dude, you should definitely get into acting. You know, you got the look, you got the build, a lot of work for you. So I went and got an agent, and right before COVID. I had an audition for a movie in a, a role in a Dolph Lundgren movie. So they called back like, Hey, we, we, we went ahead and rewrote the script and we got rid of your character, but we'd love for you to come in and audition in person to see if we could get you another role. 
Right. We drive down to Birmingham, Alabama. We're walking to the place, with, and I look down, and there's a car coming, so I stop. And I was going to lay in front of me, and a guy weighs me out. I'm like, hey, babe, that's Dolph Lundgren. Now, me growing up, Rocky Four, Drago, right? So, right. he confused me. Well, I walk in, the guy's like, hey, so are you ready? I'm like, ah, man, I'm cool, dude. I work. I just saw Dolph Lundgren. He goes, well, he's going to be the one doing the cast. I'm like, sweet. So, I walk in and meet Dolph Lundgren, and here's the cool compliment was, we're talking. He goes, yeah, yeah, I saw you outside. I mean, you look great. You look great. We'll find something for you. So, I was telling him I had this world championship match. I had this going on. I had this motivational speaking gig. I was doing at the Air Force. He's like, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get you in. And then COVID happens, and they shut down production. Oh. Well, all that to say, if I was going to have someone, but The Rock is the guy I'd like to meet because I'd like to see if we're the same size. Right. I feel like we're the same size. Maybe I'm bigger. But <laughs> like, probably. Like Plus, he's a huge success story, right? I mean, yeah. a story, like $7 in his pocket when he came home from the CFL, and then boom, highest paid actor in the world. Pretty cool, dude. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. So we'll keep rolling. The next question is what is the appropriate speed to drive on a 65 mile per hour road? 62. Ooh, oh, under seven miles over. I, I always set my cruise at seven miles over. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like under 10. They won't stop you. And yeah. I haven't had a traffic citation in 25 years. So I think I'm onto something. Oh, okay. Hey, that's, and I do have a 560 horsepower Corvette that I, I go really, really fast on the on-ramp. And then I slow down to seven over. <laughs> I got, you know, it's a six speed. So I got to go through the gears, like third yeah. gear, fourth gear. And I just yeah. put it in six. I set it seven miles over. Nice. Nice. So I just did um, I didn't mean it to a, a, a break in the law on, on this thing. That's not good. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, everyone does it. So um, at Matt Keys. Why do vegans want you to know they're vegans so bad? Man, I don't know because they're miserable. Who the hell do I want to eat? <laughs> I don't. I don't want this. To, that, that's not political or anything. But I mean, seriously, why would you not eat meat? Meat's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I, I love yeah, it. Bacon's like hard to get rid of. <laughs> yeah. Do what? The bacon's a hard one to get rid of. I'm not going to lie. I've, Man, I've tried like 30 days vegan before. It's 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 tough. I mean, okay. I don't. I just don't understand it. Like. I, I almost watched that video on Netflix about how going vegan makes you a better athlete or something. And I was like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, I just, I couldn't even, I couldn't even give it a chance because I'm not going to upset. Fair enough. I, th I think you have enough accolades to show that you are already a pretty good athlete without being a vegan. So <laughs> I'm a little better than average. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're doing all right. Yeah. All right. So that brings us to our next segment. Oh my Todd. All right. So in this segment, um, basically, what is one thing about you that may surprise other people? Probably the thing that's about me that make, would surprise other people the most is the fact that I'm extremely in touch with my emotions. Right. So if you hurt my feelings and I value you and, and we have a relationship, friendship, whatever, I'm like, hey, I just want to let you know what you did hurt my feelings. I'd appreciate if you wouldn't do that again. You know, like I'm that guy. Right. Like, I don't hold yeah. in. I, if there's if there's any conflict whatsoever. I immediately had to resolve it. I mean, it's just, that is my personality at the core, right? So I was raised by my mother. Uh, my parents got divorced early. So I'm, you know, I'm really sensitive and in touch with my emotions. And uh, I cry, like when, when Fonzie was, you know, he moved out of the Cunninghams. That stuff was sad and I cried. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm kind of a, a big, imposing looking dude. 
right like you know i cry at movies and uh you know and uh, like i said i'll tell you if you hurt my feelings or not and i'm, and I, I, I'm 100 about expressing my needs and wants and all that stuff you know yeah i think the key to a healthy relationship is you know letting your spouse or significant other know your expectations this is what i need to feel fulfilled i'm that dude like yeah. there's never a question of where i'm at i will tell you <laughs> like if we're friends i'm like i'm gonna need you to respond to my text you know what i'm saying like <laughs> you don't respond it offends me and then i get angry and i want to punch your mouth you know what i mean <laughs> so <laughs> i mean but yeah that's that's, that's probably I, I think most people would not think that i would be as as an emotional person as i am right but i, I contribute to the fact that my mother is like Prior to meeting my wife, my mother is the most important person by far. Like no one in my entire life ever was even close. And now I have some, you know, my wife and my mom are, you know, the same place. So, uh, yeah, yeah she, she was just always there for me. And I've always been, I guess, just a guy who's really in touch with his emotions. Yeah. That's a, that's a great way to be. I mean, I, I think you have the, the build to back it up. Like I'm like five, eight, one sixty five, and I'm emotional as well, but I, I don't, <laughs> It, it doesn't seem as cool, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope it's the fact that I am a bigger guy, but I genuinely do not care about what other people think. You know, now I have all kinds of haters, like online people say stuff and it hurts my feelings, you know. Um, but at, at the end of the day, I'm going to be me. You know, yeah. you're going to like me for me or you're not going to like me for me, but I'm not going to change me for anybody, you know. So uh, I don't think that's because I'm a bigger guy and people really aren't going to say anything, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's just because I feel like you got one life and I want to be the best version of me I can in that life. And I'm going to be just true to who I am. So nice. And that will roll us in to the next segment. In Todd, we trust. All right. So this is the final segment called in Todd, we trust which is essentially leaving the listeners with a piece of advice that you would like to give to the Todd squad. So free reign here. Yeah. You've been, you've been free dropping, free reign. dropping yeah. inspiration the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, man, it's kind of like what I just said. Uh, we're only here for such a short period of time. Uh, be the best version you can be, whether that's the best physical version you can be, uh, be the best athlete you can be, best spouse you can be, best dad you can be. Whatever it is, every day strive to be that better version of yourself. Um, and the other thing, which I think so many people take for granted or don't appreciate, I don't care how old you are. In my opinion, if you haven't traveled, you haven't lived. There is so much world out there to see and uh, go see it. You know, I mean, a trip to Europe, I mean, you can just stop spending money at the convenience store or stop smoking cigarettes or, you know, don't drink as much beer for a few months. I and mean, you can, you can, you can afford a trip to Europe. There's so much history over there. That's one thing my wife and I love to do is just see the world. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, my perfect world right now, uh, other than winning a billion dollars. Of course. <laughs> After that would be, I found a national brand, some sort of a brand that wanted me to, to uh, market their brand and, and go out and do expos and stuff. And I would wrap an RV with their brand. And we would just go on the road and hit an arm wrestling tournament or a fitness expo or whatever every week. And I'd just wake up somewhere new every day. I'd go see Yellowstone. I'd hit, you know, uh, you know, be on the West Coast, go to Seattle. And just, I want to see it. I mean, I've, I've been a lot of places in life through arm wrestling, but so many of those experiences I want to have with my wife um, because it's fun for me to let her see something for the first time and see the joy that it brings her. But that's it, man. I mean, be the best you you can be and see as much of this world as possible. Love it. 
Yeah. I like that a lot. All right. So with that, it's time to give a nod to Todd. Yeah. So we, we just, we want to thank you for coming on and taking the time out. Um, it's been, it's been a great time. You've, you've dropped a lot of, um, a lot of inspiration. You've let us know. I mean, you have, you have so much that to talk about, I mean, all the, all the awards, I mean, you have a great relationship with your wife, a lot of stuff that you've went through and it's, it's, it's nice to hear it. So anyone, everyone out there, if you want, give, um, give them a follow on Instagram. It's at monster Michael Todd. Um, you can give us a follow on Instagram. It's at the Toddcast pod subscribe, subscribe to the podcast or the Toddcast wherever you yeah. And Todd, just real quick, I want to say thank you again uh, for meeting with two guys who randomly reach out to you because you have the Todd in your name. So <laughs> yeah, hey man, it's awesome. I really appreciate you guys. Also, to all the listeners out there, subscribe to Monster and Mrs. Monster on YouTube for some awesome training and hopefully some competitive eating. You know what I'm saying? So, Ooh, yes. Here a little bit. But yeah, guys, I really appreciate you having me on there and it was fun. And, uh, let me know if there's anything else I can do. Absolutely. So with that, I'm Michael. I'm Brad. And he's Todd.